You are listening to the Free to Be Mindful podcast, which provides bite-sized tips for busy parents, educators, and anyone working with kids. These real talk conversations focus on mindful living, mental health, and personal growth, helping all to learn, grow, and inspire with mindfulness in mind. I'm your host, Vanessa De Jesus Guzman, educator, licensed professional counselor, entrepreneur, and mom. I'm passionate about helping folks live life with peace of mind and ease of heart while not losing their, well, you know, here we go. Hello, and welcome back to the Free to Be Mindful podcast. I hope that you're feeling good, looking good, and doing better in this world than you were yesterday. So this Tuesday, March 8th, if you're listening to this in real time, is International Women's Day. And it's always really easy to ask, especially during these more so known holidays that we um, sometimes celebrate all over the world, it's very easy to ask, well, why? Why is there a Women's History Month or an International Women's Day or a Black History Month or a Latinx History Month or so many things, right? And it's important that we celebrate others' differences, but more so that we understand them. And women really go through a lot. And it's important for that to be celebrated and for other genders to realize everything that they go through. Not to say that one is better than the other or less important than another, but it's really awesome to celebrate and to acknowledge these differences all the way around. So with that being said, for all men and other genders listening, this could still be informative to you. So please hang in there and listen throughout the episode. So International Women's Day is a global holiday celebrating the historical, cultural, and political achievements of women. The day is also observed in taking action against gender inequality all around the world. Every year, there is a different theme, and the theme for 2022 is gender equality today for a sustainable tomorrow. And I wish that in addition to gender equality, we can say all types of equality all the way around with all races, gender, religion, orientation, expression, anything, equality all the way around. However, there's still a lot of work to be done in our planets and also in our respective countries. And when I think about women and all of their power and all of their glory, I always default to thinking about mothers and not that all women are mothers, right? And not all mothers are women. (laughs) Think about that for a moment. Um, But really as mothers, there is just an extra layer that we deal with in addition to just being women, generally speaking. There's so many roles that we wear, so many hats that we put on, in addition to just taking care of ourselves. We also have to look after children and take care of our families. Some other hats and roles that we may wear include CEO of the household, CFO if you manage finances, personal assistants, personal chefs, food testers, housekeepers and custodians, errand runners, taxi drivers, Ubers from one activity to the next, bodyguard from the mean kids, ghost whisperer as we keep the ghosts away at nighttime, circus clowns and magicians, especially when we have a bag full of things for young toddlers that always need to stay entertained, 
personal stylists, storytellers, personal shoppers, teachers and tutors, speech specialists, dentists, doctors, miracle healers, toy repair shops, search and rescue in case one of those favorite toys get lost, family therapists, all of us seem to have a PhD in reverse psychology. <laughs> That's a funny for you. And if you have more than one kid, you are also a judge, wrestling coach, mediator, and referee. Those are a lot of hats and roles to wear. And for the most part, that's just thinking with young children. As you have older children, the hats and roles obviously change. Some of them get easier and some of them do get more challenging. And it's really important for mothers specifically to be recognized because as mothers, there is a big invisible load that we carry. There's a lot that we have to constantly think about, which is why brains are so often not shut down, which leads to mental exhaustion, which leads to anxious thoughts at all times of day and night. And then on top of that, we still have to function. If we're working moms, we still have to go to work in addition to taking care of everyone and taking care of the household as well. In the invisible load of motherhood, there are a lot of things that we carry, such as the weight of the responsibility is heavy, the pressure to get it all right, the pressure to snap back after having a child, the unlearning old patterns, unhealthy patterns from the way perhaps that we ourselves were raised healing from past traumas in order to stop the generational cycles, learning to regulate our own emotions so that we are setting great examples for our children, getting on the same page with our partners or spouses or whomever we co-parent with, which is challenging because all of us have been raised in a certain way and now we mix two or three or however many views and have to uphold that for our kids. And then on top of this all, the guilt when you get it wrong, the guilt when perhaps the baby rolls in an unexpected direction, the guilt when you're not living up to the expectations that perhaps you yourself put on yourself or your family puts on, or even that on which you see in social media. You are the regulator of the house. And despite having people around you, it is very likely that maybe you feel alone, especially when kids are very young and all of our attention goes to them. And as much as we may want to mingle and spend time with other people, we are just so exhausted. And all of this invisible load, things that folks cannot see, and that sometimes we hide behind a smile, all of this impacts the way that we show up, not only in motherhood, but also in life. Some of it can be humorous. Some of it can be a little bit more serious. So for example, taking the humor out, going to Target by yourself can feel like a vacation. <laughs> I remember myself after giving birth, I would just walk around Bed Bath & Beyond not to go buy anything, but just to take a break. Your purse or diaper bag is always filled with some kind of snacks, Cheerios, or toy in there. Your alarm clock doesn't have a snooze button because when you got to get up, you just got to get up. You rarely pee alone. And this can be true for pet moms as well. 
The items in your pockets are often questionable because you never know what you're taking away from things that are not supposed to be in kids' mouths and then stuffing it in your pockets. And silence is always a suspicious thing. If you have little ones, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And the challenge is, my friends, that although some of these things are indeed funny, on the outside, we may look okay, but on the inside, there's so much going on. And by the same token, on the outside, sometimes we look angry. We look like we're out of patience. We look like we just can't take it anymore and we're always upset. But on the inside, We're filled with overthinking. We're filled with guilt. We're filled with shame. And we may also be filled with anxious thoughts that take over our mind and they are hard to shut off. And this is why it is so very important for everyone, for all women, but specifically for mothers to learn to take breaks. And this is challenging. This is challenging when your mind is always on overload because you're anticipating everyone's needs. This is challenging because you have to keep a bazillion things in your mind, items and tasks and checkoff lists and what to buy and what to get and who needs what. This is difficult when you have so much laundry and so much to clean and so much to shop and somebody's got to cook to put dinner on the table or even sometimes ordering out can be a challenge. This is challenging when there's so many schedules going on, especially as kids get older and you have multiples and they have to be at different places at the same time. This is challenging when you're trying to clean, but it's like Tasmanian devil. (laughs) Everywhere you clean, then kids are right after. And it's like, it never gets done. And what happens is with all of these challenges, then it leads us to over-functioning, which sounds like it can be a positive thing, but can end up being negative. So for example, sometimes we hold on to tasks because others just don't do it the right way. I often joke that mom's way is always the right way. So we have the responsibility. We hold on to the responsibility of, no, we got to do it because we do it the right way. But then think about all of those things that people are sometimes even asking to take off of your plate, but you don't let them because you think that you're the only one that can do it right. We sometimes assume more responsibility than we really should, than is really quite reasonable. We do things for others sometimes, even though they're capable. And this can sometimes be challenging as our kids continue to grow and we just assume that they're stuck in one phase when they really can rise to our expectations if we have high expectations to hold them to. This is challenging when we're constantly giving other people advice and it can come from a good place, but think about all of that additional mental energy that then we are taking on again from a helpful place, but that then is tiring us out. We often choose to remind others of things that they need to get done. And sometimes these reminders are necessary. And sometimes if we just let go, of wanting to do this all the time, we'd be surprised as to how much flexible, perhaps how much emptier, and how perhaps more well-rested our plates can be. 
So as we think about everything, all of the glorious things that women do, all of the amazing things that mothers specifically take on, if you yourself are a mother, or if you know one or are friends with one, we really want to make sure that we check up on each other. And when offering help, we want to be mindful of saying, well, call me when you need to chat. Because we know as women and as mothers that sometimes that takes us much mental energy to call someone and then you end up feeling bad. And then what am I going to ask for help on? And how about if they can't, that in the end, then we don't call. And how much of a difference it would be if somebody just offered. And then if that offering is done, we can simply not say anything as a rebuttal, but just say thank you and smile and think about how much easier our lives can be led. So as you celebrate International Women's Day this upcoming March 8th, 2022, I'd like for you to just keep all women, but specifically mothers in mind. Reach out when someone can use a friend. Reach out when someone can, you can lend a hand to someone else. But also if you are the one who needs that friend, whether it be for a conversation or for a quick stroll to Target to just get away for a few, don't be embarrassed to ask. And I know that that can be sometimes easier said than done. Know that all of these expectations that you place on yourself don't have to be held. We can let things go. If you don't wash the dishes every single evening and they pile up in your sink, it's not the end of the world. If laundry needs to get done, but there's still clean underwear that your kids can wear, it's okay. If your kids can begin doing their own laundry, let's begin to teach them. We are so used to being baby saviors in everything that they need, even in many cases, their food supply, that we sometimes forget as our kids continue to grow and as our family begins to get older, that we don't need to be everything for everyone. But we do need to be those important things for ourselves. For as for just as they say in the airplane, if we cannot take care of ourselves first, then we cannot be there in order to help and take care of others. And that is so very important for all humans, regardless of what they do in life, but especially for women and especially for mothers. So I wish you all an International Women's Day. Reach out and wish others the same. And I can't wait to see you next time. So right now, regardless of where you are or what you're doing, take a deep inhale through your nose as you feel your belly rise. And an exhale through your mouth as you feel your belly deflate. Regardless of what gender you identify with or the many roles that you wear throughout each day and throughout your life, think of all of the things that you need for you. The mental health care days off perhaps going for a massage. As I always say, drinking your coffee while it's still hot. Going for a quick walk to clear your mind. 
putting things on hold so that you can get a sufficient amount of rest. Eating healthy so that your body and mind feel good. Sometimes we put all of these things aside for others, but we must fill our own cups before filling those of someone else. This week, I ask you to inhale and exhale as you think of things that could be done for you. And I hope that you're able to place yourself in high priority, just as you do with other people, so that you can always live the best version of yourself. Have a great week. I hope you enjoyed this week's show. It would mean a ton if you took this moment to review the Free To Be Mindful podcast on the platform you catch your favorite shows. That quick and easy act lets me know what you enjoy and it helps others find the podcast too. And of course, don't forget to subscribe so you can listen along next week. In the meantime, I welcome you to catch me on social media at Counselor V De Jesus. And as always, remember, in a world where you are free to be anything that you want to be, you are always free to be mindful. Catch you next week.